This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Leicester Fan TV Podcast, on YouTube, as seen on TalkSport. Talking everything Leicester City. Run by the fans. For the fans. Welcome to the Leicester Fan TV podcast. Today we've got Jamie from the Foxes on with us today. How are you doing, mate? I'm good, pal. I'm good. It's a bit cloudy over here, a bit miserable over here, but let's talk about football. It might help me out a little bit, pal. Yeah, no worries. Well, we'll firstly get into the, the first topic point and is the season overview. So we've not we obviously both we both know that we've not had the greatest seasons this season, have we? Um there's a, a massive change from losing so many games to them winning loads of games and then to the World Cup and then going back to losing games. It, it's a very mix and match season for us. But I've looked at the previous season, uh, which we thought we probably did a bit better, and it wasn't exactly the same. I think we were pretty much the same point this season as we were last season. Really? The same as nearly the same. Nearly the same. We were only three points worse off this season than we were the last season. Really? The same amount of games we've played. Yeah. So I'll put the graphic up. Obviously, I don't think you can see it, but as you can see here, um, we have played 23. There's a few other teams that have played more, um, but at the season point where we are now, uh, where we played 23 games, we are only three points worse off than last season. And as you can see, we didn't win a game. Um, we were we're out of win in the five games of last season at this point last season. Wow. So what is your kind of wow. take from this season back to last season? I didn't think it was going to be three points difference. I thought it was going to be a huge difference. Um, was that 23 games last year, that graphic? Was it 23? I think it is 23. I don't know. I think we've played about 23 or 24. I'm not yeah, sure. so we've played, we've played the same amount of games and we're only three points better off. Um, and we were we were looking good last year. I thought we were looking quite good last year. But this year, it's just... I don't know it's changed. We've lost 12. We're coming beatable. Where the last few years, we've been, we're being a bit unbeatable. We were managing to get draws out of games that we were losing, that we probably lost this year. Because um, I think we've won 12, drew, won, sorry, lost 12 and won seven this seven. year, is it, I think? Yeah. Um, we're not drawing up, we're not picking up the points, we're not we're not battling at the end to keep points alive, which is, my saying is, if you can't win, do not lose. 
So you try mm-hmm. for that draw to get out, but I still can't get over any three points more than uh, less than last year, really. I think that's quite surprising, actually. That is a big wow moment at the minute for me, that is. Yeah, obviously, that's what I wanted to bring up because I, I didn't really didn't realise how close it was from last season compared to what we were thinking from last season, that it was a, a lot better season than last year. Um, but this season, obviously, is about the same. But you've got to think of the, the Spurs game where we were winning last season um, and then we lost. Three, two in the end. Well, we had, a spell, didn't we? we had a spell then, three games on the trots that we conceded goals. I think it was Spurs, West Ham, and Brighton. Yeah. That West Ham scored off Craig Dawson's arm, which was given to make it two all. Think of the last minute. Welbeck scored with about two or three minutes to go to make it one all. And then the Spurs one, we'll forget about the Spurs one. That's We we'll, won't talk about the Spurs. <laughs> that was a little bit. Um, a bit of a shocker that was, but so we, we dropped points then, so that's the thing. We could have been a lot higher up than what we were. And as we knew at the end of the season last season, we were probably that close to getting top in getting into Europe. We were what one, I think, one win away from getting into Europe in any sort of competition. Obviously, can you see that happening this season? Not this forward, season, or... last season. Last season was them three games were vital for us. Then West Ham, sorry, Spurs, West Ham, and Brighton. I think it was that order. That was three, six, nine points. Uh, nine points dropped. That would have made a huge difference. But we just can't seem to get them draws this year, which would make the difference. But as for Europe, not a Catanel. No, I wouldn't say not a Catanel's chance because after the Arsenal game. We have got a decent run of fixtures coming of winnable fixtures, which will make a huge difference to our season. We've already played the big boys, which will make a huge difference. We haven't got we've got winnable games coming up. Yes, we've got to look at getting 38, 40 points first. But I'll I'll say Europe is probably just out of it, probably no, not just, probably a bit of a bit of a reach for us this year, but it's got to be that 40 point mark first. 38, 40 points, that's what we need to look at. Yeah, I was going to say that uh, you're saying that there's no cat in hell's chance we're going to get Europe, but does that mean you think we're not going to get relegated this season with the amount of turns from people's heads and what people are thinking this season? Do you see us getting out of this scrap? You can never say never. You never know what's around the corner. Um, but there's, there's always one that slips down. That's the problem. You can always find there was one that's pulled down. Hopefully, touch wood, it's not us. Um, but we'll just have to see. But I think we've, I think we've got enough in the squad to stay up now. Yeah, That's yeah. With, with the additions we've brought in, yeah, I think we, well, I think we, we're, we're so capable of it. But going into the situation where we brought players in, um, we've got quite a few outgoings by the end of the season. Unless people sign contracts and whatnot, we've got the likes of Soyuncu. You've got the likes of Bertrand, Evans, uh, Tillemans, Marty, and yeah. even Mendy, all are out of contract at the end of the season. And I have included this man, Tete, because we all know that he is only on loan. And if we don't get him or we don't try and get him permanent, he will go back to Shakhtar um, for the next six months at least in, in case we don't get him. But... What is your kind of take on all them players I've mentioned? And well, would you maybe go, keep them or? If we go to the first one, uh, Yuri yeah. Tillemans, 
I think his future has been discussed by more people around the world than just people at Leicester. I mean, you think the talks began two years ago and he's, he, he's resisted to sign it, hasn't he? He's resisted to sign it and he said he wants the right, he's waiting for the right project, which I think means Champions League, doesn't it really? He wants to play yeah. Champions League regular. And if, if someone comes in for him in the summer, he's more than likely to be off, but I, he might want to stay, but I can't say it at the minute, unfortunately. With the yeah. um, as for the others, uh, uh, who else? John, Johnny Evans, his uh, quality player, but with them injury doubts, uh, injury doubts, he's been injured for a long while this season. He hasn't played many games, and I think with his persistent injury troubles, that's what might cause him a problem. He's what middle 30s, 33, 34, is he? Um, but yeah. I, I do believe that's and if he does get a contract. I do believe it'll only be a short-term one, unfortunately. I don't think... I think, I think it'll be more like the Morgan or someone like that situation yeah, yeah. where he's just going to be in the backroom staff kind of area and be in the Jack changing room before the game and whatnot. Um, yeah. but then you've, you've also got, got the, likes, the likes of Bertrand, who we obviously know is probably not going to play another, another minute of football for Leicester City. Um, well, Bertrand, he hasn't played for 14 months, has he? And he's he just come back in training... And I think with the number of fullbacks we've got, I think it's unlikely we'll see him ever in a Leicester shirt again with uh, Bertrand. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then obviously the other people I mentioned, all of these probably the, the rest that we've mentioned are still getting to the side a, a bit, or maybe even the first team a lot of the time. Obviously Mendy, uh, Sue and Chew at times is coming. Obviously not as much game time, but um, yeah. and then you've got and then you've got Mendy as well, which. Talk, talking of Mender, he's 31. He's going to be turning 31 in the summer. And I think looking at, he's probably one of the most uh, dramatic midfielders we've got. Mm -hmm. I'd love him to have another contract, but I think with the lack of game time, he's, he's enjoying the second half of the season, as he where he's played really well. I mean, he was AFCON winner. He went to the World Cup. He did well in the World Cup with uh, Senegal. But unfortunately, I think we'll say goodbye to him, unfortunately, with Mender. But would you, who would you prefer to say goodbye to at this point? Would you say would you prefer to say goodbye to Ndidi, or would you just be preferred to say goodbye to uh, Mendy? Because at the moment, for me, I think Mendy's our first choice to DM, and I think someone like Ndidi might have to get moved on. Yeah, I could well understand if because uh, hit, but Will's contract doesn't end until two thousand twenty-four, so he's still got another eight, say eighteen months left on his contract. But it's probably the first season since he's joined. He hasn't been an automatic automatic starter. And it, I don't think he's the same player as what he was when he turned up. But at his best, he's still one of the best ball winners in the division. But he's just not had the best season yet, has he? And I think, I think that's the problem we've got. It's going to be very intriguing decision weights for him, whether he gets another contract or whether he goes in the summer again. I don't know. It's tough. But out of all of them... <coughs> I would love to see Mendy get another contract. I really would. So I think he works his socks off and he's shown that the last few games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I will ask you a question now then. Um, from how the season's gone so far, what would be a successful season for you by the end of the season? Obviously, there's so much in the summer that could be going on and whatnot, but by the end of this, by the end of this season... What would be what place would you be happy with? Would you be happy with maybe getting close to the the cup um, in the in the FA Cup? What would your kind of take be? 
Close, really close to the cup. You know me well. I love the FA Cup. Old school football, FA Cup. Absolutely fantastic. You shouldn't even ask to ask me that one. Close. Winning the FA Cup and staying up. Quality season. Simple as. Okay. Winning the FA Cup, you get into Europe, so you don't need a European position. So winning the FA Cup, my little baby, I love the FA Cup. Ever since I was a kid, watching it all day. It doesn't happen now, does it? Used to be able to watch it all day from eight o'clock in the morning all the way through to the, the kick, end of the game. Absolutely fantastic. I've grown up with the FA Cup. Fantastic. So for me, FA Cup and staying up would be absolutely fantastic for me. Okay. Um, I, it's hard on things up. I think I prefer to make a bit more of a statement and try and get into the European spots without a cup. Obviously, it'd be nice to get a cup. Um, but like you say, you prefer to stay up and just get into Europe by winning a cup, if you know what I mean. The, th the thing is, Reedy, the Premier League is the bread and butter now. The Premier League is the bread and butter. If you drop down, you lose so much more money. It's a, it's a huge amount of money to loss. Yes, you get the parachute payments, but you only get them for two years. Um, and it's not very often that you see teams coming straight back up. You've had it with a few teams that a bit of a yo-yo club like we were before you were born, um, when we were up in the first division, down down to the second division, up and down, up and down. But the Premier League is the bread and butter, and that is where we have got to stay. That's what gets the club, the interest, the sponsors, the TV money, the merchandise. That's what will, that's what will get the club the money. So we've got to stay in the Premiership, pal. Yeah, I, I, I do agree with you there. Um, with the players, oh sorry, with the with the players that we brought in since the winter window um is this going to be the time now where you'd probably see that you have the better half of the season obviously you've got the likes of christians and you've got the likes of tete and now you've got sutar going into the end of the season do you think we're going to have a better half of the season or do you think it probably couldn't get even couldn't get worse well it's it, it's shown hasn't it with the four games they've been involved in uh, well, Chris Jansen's four, Suter's three, Tete is three. It's made a huge difference. It's made a huge difference. Um, new players bring in a bit of a bounce in the players and it lifts the players. It gives them a bit of something to look forward to and that. But it's it's the energy that they bring in, especially that Chris Jansen. Wow, what a quality player he is. He's built like a bloody Viking, isn't it? He's 20-year-old. He makes Luke Thomas look like he's still doing the bloody paper round, let alone uh, playing football, first-team football in the Premier League. Um, the will make a huge difference. And I think that's the way we've got to build the team around them three players, around uh, top Thomas, around Christiansen, Suter and Tete, and build on it. OK, so you say build on it. Obviously, going into the summer, uh, we'll talk about all the lane kind of players that we've let go in, in the winter window, but going into the summer then, after the season, I, there's going to be a lot of a refresh going, because obviously there's so many players going out in the club. Would there be any set positions you'd say has to be improved, or would you say there probably needs to be a bit of a reinforcement in that sort of position? What would your kind of take be on players that we do bring in? I honestly think um, the problem we've got is that we don't know whether Madison and Tillemans, both of them, are going. That's the thing. If both of them go, I think one will go, but I honestly think both will go, unfortunately. Touch wood, hope it doesn't happen. But I think we've got to find a strong centre midfielders, similar that can do 
probably do Tillemans and Madison's job in one, if that's possible. If there's such a player as that, um, and I don't know the European footballs, I, I don't know that, so I'm not sure who you it would be. You need that kind of player, probably in one person that can do both of them jobs, would be absolutely fantastic. Um, so another central defense, another central midfielder, and definitely maybe another striker because. Hope, don't everyone don't shoot the messenger, but I do think Jamie Vardy is coming to the end. He'll be 37 by the end of his contract next year in 2024. Yes, he's good to have around the change rooms, but I think the year it's slowly going down. Reedy is here, isn't it? We we need another striker because I don't think Dakar is going to be the man for the job. Unfortunately, we've had glimpses of him, but I don't think it's going to be. Him the man Dakar is. So I would say a quality striker that can put the ball in the back of the net. Yeah, um, I will mention the likes of Perez, Albrighton, and Chowdhury have all gone away from the club uh, for the remainder of the season. Uh, what is your take on them? Do you think they'll be coming back into the squad coming into the next season, or do you well, think Perez, it's probably time for them all to make way out of the club? Perez has gone. I think we won't see Press another shirt because his contract finishes, doesn't it, at the end of this uh, on June the first or July the first, whatever it's whatever day it is. Um, for some reason, Chow, I don't know how it worked with Chowdhury because for him to go on loan for the whole season, he had to sign another another year extension on his contracts. So I'm not quite sure what's happening there. Whether he's going whether he's going to come back and play again, but he's only going to be sitting on the bench. I don't think he's going to be a regular starter for Leicester. Uh, Michael Brighton again. Quality player, legend of the club. I think he deserves to be to be let go uh, and play regular football because it, it's his age. He wants regular football. If that's dropped down into the championship, then I think we should let him go. Then if we let him go, then we'll need another winger to come in. Yeah. Um, I know, just thought, you said you wanted to let Evans go and you wanted to let Paul Brighton go. There are two captain and vice-captain in the team. Obviously, now they both aren't playing in the team. Would you be happy with putting in somebody who we've already got as captain, or would you want to bring in that new captaincy role um, into the club? I don't think... Yeah, yeah you need, of course, you'll need a new captain, of course. But the days of players coming in as a captain, I think, are over. You used to see it a lot. You used to see the big leader man coming in and being made captain straight away. You see it now and again, but you don't see it as much as you used to like see it. Like Harry Maguire from Man United. You, you went in and got straight captain. Yeah, he was, that was the kind of leadership skills you could see in Harry Maguire. But I don't think there's a player out there that could do it. Um, I know this is going to sound strange. I'll give it if the captain said... I mean, I've, I've said this year, we've had four captains so far this year. They've all captained the side in the Premier League. Johnny Evans, Michael Brighton, James Madison and Tillemans. I don't think Tillerman should have had it because he, he didn't want to sign a new contract. Madison, yes, he's probably booked his game up. And Evans and O'Brien, one's not in, one's injured. The one I'll give it to next year, sorry, one out the two I'll give it to next year, one of the youngsters, Chris Jansen or KDH. KDH because he's one of her own, he's born and bred Leicester. But Chris Jansen, the passion that he shows, I think he would be a quality captain. I really do. And he'll be here, he's going to be here for a few years. KDH is going to be here for a few years. Get someone here that's going to be here for a few years. A bit like Wes Morgan was. A bit like what Steve Walsh was. They knew they were going to be here for a few years. Give them the captain's armband. and They would love it. KDH, 
playing for his local club as captain in the Premier League, oh, it would be absolutely fantastic if he was captain. So yeah, I would bring in someone new as a captain. One because you don't see it. One because you don't see it that often. And two, sorry about the dog, he's just gone mad. Um, and two, um, Chris Johnson because of his youth and his enthusiasm. Okay. Um, and the last question I will ask you before we do end is. From now until the end of the season, then, who do you think is going to be the best player or, like, the most improved player going into the end of the season to kind of push us on to Ooh. keep us out of relegation and obviously hopefully get into a better position in the table? The most improved player? Blimey, that's a tough one. Um, it could be, a, could be a new signing. It could be a player that we've already had before the, the window. But would you say there's someone that's going to be there to probably get us out of the shit, really? Oh dear. Um, I think anyone in the front line that gets his shooting boots on will be the star man. If Barnes starts hitting the target a bit more, putting the ball in the back of the net, Nacho, Tete, I think they're the, they're the three main the main ones. If one of them gets injured up top, I think that's where we could have a problem. I know we haven't, we didn't score against Manu and we um, scored eight against Villa and Spurs, but we, have, we are known for not taking our chances. We need them to start scoring more regular and taking their chances. Yes, we had 19 attempts against Man U. We've just got to start scoring goals when we've got the pressure on. If we'd scored a couple of goals against Man U, the game would have been hugely different. Um, and sometimes you can tell that you need to take your chances. It's happened a few times. We've been on top. We don't take the chances. The opposition score. That's that's what we've got to do. And I think that it's more not improve the most important people really i think it's not i think improves the wrong word i think important people i think yeah. will be barnes nacho and tetty because since tetty's come in nacho's had more chances to put the ball in the back of the net and he can play a few little deft touches like he does but when he's up there on his own when we when uh tetty wasn't there he couldn't do it and he couldn't bring the players into play so i, I don't think it's improved i think it's the most important players we need i think it'd be them three up top and i think it also helps with uh matters playing as the number 10 role instead of wide on the right to create the chances yeah um i think from my point of view at the start of the season i probably would have said daka but i don't think that's going to be the case anymore um now Kelechi's starting a lot more games i i'm gonna put a big shout there out there and probably say i think mendy could be the the star difference because I think the last few weeks we've seen that we've not really had that defensive midfield role kind of impacting into the game. Obviously, indeed, he used to be like that. Um, we had the likes of Chadwick at times come in, but I think at the moment, we've, and for me, we saw the Kante sort of star come out of Mendy the last few weeks when he's been playing, and he's just that guy that gets stuck in and just make sure the ball does not go to the back, back four. Um, but I think for me, I think Mendy kind of has to be there, really. Otherwise, I think oh, we'll concede yeah. so many more goals. Old hashtag magic Mendy. Um, but yeah, I do. Yeah, he's probably one of the most what do you call unsung, Influ influential, unsung, underestimated players in the Premier League. I think, and he could have a big influence. I know he doesn't make a lot of uh, assists and stuff like that, but he'll win the ball, give it to the people that can, give it to Madison, give it to Tillemans, give it to Barnes. You can see he wants to do that and he likes putting a tackle in. Not a, not a naughty tackle or a dangerous tackle, but he can win the ball cleanly 
Although sometimes the referee thinks he doesn't win the ball cleanly, but that's a totally different story. We won't go on to VAR at all. No, that's not. Um, and before I do end, is there any questions you want to ask me kind of about the season so far and what you kind of think? I was going to maybe question the point of Rogers. Do you think he should be going at the end of the season, even if he does maybe get into Europe in any sort? I'm not too sure, but um, obviously I know you're a bit of a... I've, I've been Rogers out for a long time and everyone knows. I'll say it really. I know you don't want to be full of pressure about saying the word out. I've, all, I've been Rogers out for a while now, for about 18 months, since the Chelsea game last November in November of 20, what, uh, 22. Um, sorry, of 20, uh, 21, sorry. And, um, but the way we're playing at the minute, the style of football we're playing at the minute is different. We've got the players he wants now. He's got in Tete. He can. He's not one-dimensional. We're not one-dimensional, and we're not playing a lot of this side-side back-back football that I absolutely detest. And we're but not do you think? Do you think that was the issue beforehand? Because he just didn't have the. Like I say, Forrest last year in the cup, he said that we needed that rebuild. We got to the summer and there was nothing there for him, and he had to play with what he got. Yes, it probably wasn't the best football because he tried to play. He tried to play his his tactics with an awful team that they had to put together without position wise and whatnot but now he's brought in the likes of Tete in the right wing spot we've missed for what the last three or four years since Mara's left now you've got Madison more central you've got a full defensive line who probably look a bit more solid now without Marty in there without Luke Thomas in there do you think that is the difference and do you think that's going to be the, the the difference between you saying Rogers out to Rogers back in or well, I'll always go back, pal, to when we played Newcastle, beat them 5-0, Southampton, beat them 9-0 away from home. We, we had a high, as they call it nowadays, a high press. Not defending from the front, we have a high, uh, sorry, attacking from whatever it's called. We put pressure on them, and we had the high press. Then all of a sudden, it dropped off, and, dropped, and we were playing some lovely football, and we were scoring goals, and we were attacking. And then it dropped off, but now... We're attacking, we're defending from the front and attacking, and we're not playing this side to side, this keeping football at the back possession based football, which is great to see. And I love that. And as long as it goes on like that, I'll be happy. I'm not quite sure I'm going to be a full 180 degrees and turn as a Rogers in, but I'll be happy if the club goes in the right direction. That's all I want to see the club going. And at the minute, I know we're only three, four points off the relegation zone. But we played well. We have been playing well, and we've got the play. He's got the players in now that he wants: centre, uh, centre half, a left back, and a right wing. Even though he's only on loan, um, he's got that now. It, now it's what he wants, and it's going forward. And we can see it going forward. We're pressing from the front, which makes a huge difference. And we're not playing this silly tapping it around the bloody back reader that you know I absolutely hate. So yeah. I'm not fully there, but it's going in the right direction, pal, for me. We're going, the club is going in the right direction. So Even you'd be happy. Zone, it is going in the right direction with the style of football. So you'd be happy to keep him if the things are going well still. You, you still let's, see what happens not... at the end of the, let's see what happens at the end of the season first before I say happier. I'm not going to commit myself and then you click this and say to me about <laughs> six months' time and say, well, you said this about him. So I'm not going to commit myself just yet. Okay, that's fine. I, I understand. That's Not fine. jumping over that fence just yet, pal. 
No worries. Well, appreciate you coming on with me, Jamie. Um, and we'll catch you all on the next podcast um, sometime in the next week. Appreciate it. See you Cheers, Thank you. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.